0: Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to tonight's version of Live with Body Pal. Got my special guest tonight, Eric, the college picker. How are you doing, sir? Good,
1: good. That intro was was happening. I was dancing backstage.
0: <laughs> and my guest host for the evening is F3. How are you, Josh? What is up, Adam? How you doing, Eric? It's going to be a fun night. Yeah, let's do it. I hope you got lots of questions, Josh. This guy's got all the technical answers you've been hoping for. And this I gotta- is what I
2: love about this. Adam, you are a tech wizard. You're talking to a tech wizard.
0: I get to do the tech questions for dummies. That's the fun <laughs> <part>. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, let's just jump right in for a second, Eric. Hey, tell us a little bit about your history in YouTube. The college picker is your name. Where did, how did you come up with that name, man? I mean, is it as obvious as the name says?
1: Well, well, way back in the day, everyone was putting Picker or Hustler in their name, I guess. And this was probably around like 2012. And there was maybe only like 10 people on YouTube. And mm-hmm. I was in college at the time. I was buying stuff to, to sell and I just picked the name. And now I'm just a student of life. Like the world is my college. I'm always learning
0: so you you finished the college career. You're not a lifetime student, right? Uh not no, not in <laughs> not
1: in the uh, traditional <laughs> sense. No, I'm just the student
0: uh student of life. Kept the college picker name though, right? I yeah. love it. It's awesome. Uh we got a great people up here in the uh comments. We got Steve from Resale Dojo. He's here. Thanks, buddy. Oh, and that's you, Eric, saying hello and then Ken Great fella. Always a great supporter of the show. Thanks for coming out, Ken. We do appreciate you. If at any point in time, the chat, if you've got questions for us, Eric or Josh or myself, just throw it in the chat and we will make sure to work it into the conversation. So Eric, the college picker, you have a bunch of electronics and a bunch of technical videos, which I personally found you when I was looking for thermal printer. That's how I came across Eric, the college printer. Oh, good. The, so I already print- like fizzled up to the top. That's good. Yeah, man. So you know what it was? It was that zebra printer video. Um, I, li- I after watching Ooh. your video, I went to eBay and I bought me a zebra. It's there right it is. here.
1: Is it the 2844?
0: It sure is, man. There with the Ethernet plug true. In.
1: Been, been around forever. You could drop it downstairs and it'll still work. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So, how did you get into tech? Is it something you've always just loved, or is there something, a point in your life that just point, pointed you in that direction? uh Just always been interested
1: in it, I guess. I grew up with a family of three brothers, and my parents had a computer, and I was just always like tinkering with it and I don't know, installing Wi Fi cards, learning about the internet. And then just, I, I guess I just grew up with
0: it. It was mm-hmm. hands on and always just kind of interested in it. And, you like the die the um when you open up the hard drive or you open up the tower and just looking in it, yeah. You see you see a challenge where lots of people are like, "What? I don't even know what this is." RAM. What is RAM? Right. Yeah, yeah. and but, that stuff's
1: pretty plug and play, so it's pretty easy <laughs> on that level. It's pretty. easy. Is that
0: you, Josh? I was gonna say
2: yeah. Those see, I follow you on Instagram, Eric. I love your stories, like even just the bolo that you were sharing recently, that vacuum. That's something for me that I'm like, brand, good. Now, what is he going to tell me is wrong with it? What do I need to uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah, just don't buy it for $500. Yeah, don't buy it for $500. Yeah, exactly. Don't buy it for $500.
2: But I would watch your stories because you'd see a problem. And dude, I just follow along your stories. You're You're solving the problem and you do it in a good, practical way. When it's above my head, I'm like, all right, sorry, I'll skip to where he's showing me the cool finished product, but you just, or just avoid concerned. that problem if you don't want to do that yeah, with that problem. You're, you're a super good teacher with that stuff. You really are.
1: Yeah. Patience is, is a strength that I've realized kind of later in life that a lot of people don't have. So
0: I try to play to that, I guess. So do you find yourself purposefully looking for hardware that you can fix to resell? Or is it or you it's just that's the minor side of it all for you? It's just if it comes up like
1: Honestly, well, now I kind of I'd rather it, something a little bit be wrong with it because then I could turn it into a piece of content that lives on beyond that item that I would sell. So mm-hmm. I would rather have something that has a slight issue right now than something that I would just be able to sell one and done. Because if it's something that, especially if it's a, a common issue mm-hmm. or a popular product, for sure, if if it's searchable and something that would help
0: make the world less sucky. I like that. I like it a lot because I need videos like you. Even though I am a tech person myself, I you don't know everything in tech. Like it's almost impossible for one person to know everything tech related. So I go to YouTube to exactly find, to help me fill in the gaps. For example, I picked up a laptop, an, an HP laptop that was only about three years old for ten dollars, but it was in warranty if it's an Elite Book or something because it was. It was it. You know what? I didn't even check warranty, but it worked. It was just stuck on the person's login screen, so I just needed to figure out exactly which F button do I have to push to get to the reset um, screen, right? So I, I really appreciate videos like yours that walk you through the mm. simple things in the tech life, if you will. But you've recently also been doing some review videos, like that, that uh, free. Not, I mean, it's free. Is it free X? Yeah, free X is is um one of the newer printers to actually come out that
1: actually that actually has a feature that we haven't seen in like four years because right. everything's, everyone's been USB. And if you go on Amazon, you'll see like 50 different USB thermal printers that look like a Rolo or that look like a zebra. Right. And they all come from like the same handful of factories in China. They're all private label products from Amazon. Mm-hmm. So they just have to slightly change it to create a new brand, but it's, it's pretty much the same thing like hardware wise, and this is finally something with a new feature like
0: we ha- that just hasn't popped out yet. So, yeah, I was pretty stoked on it when they reached out to, to work with me. That is awesome. Before we get too deep into that conversation, let me say hello to a couple of new uh, faces in the crowd. We got the ATL flipper. That's Derek. Thanks for showing up tonight, buddy. And Sal, how are you, my friend? Wow. Look, it's Eric, he says. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Greg, Rocky Mountain Resale. Appreciate you joining us tonight. And Mrs. Flips, there's good old Brittany. How are you, lady? Thanks for coming out, everybody. Again, if you got questions for Eric or Josh or myself, just throw them in the comments. We'll make sure to answer them. So I was watching your video. Yeah, Josh, go ahead. I was going to expand on your
2: question because I think, like, something I figured out when you go after stuff that's, like, at a thrift store yard sale that's looked over because it is too difficult, I figured that, like, that's a good captive, like, item you could grab because like I said, somebody like me, if I plug it in and it doesn't do the basic ABC function, that's a goldmine for you. It's it's somebody tried it, they tested it, it's above their pay grade, you know, mentally. I love that you can come in and get it cheaper or get it and it doesn't have to be the first thing in the morning. Like, does that ever happen to you where you're just like, oh, this is valuable. Somebody thought it was broken and it was this fix. Like, does that ever work for you in that benefit?
1: This is for me or is this for him? For, for, for you. you. Or is it for both of us? Um, I'll, yeah, totally. I, uh, it, it, it makes it so I don't have to sit at the bins all day, like going <laughs> after stuff. I just go in once and I look around and then maybe there's something that's broken or maybe there's something that just somebody right. doesn't want or like a certain printer, like that's too heavy. Nobody wants to pay 69 cents a pound for a 25 pound printer. So I can just like casually go in there for 10 minutes and just find one or two items that I can either make videos on, or I can make uh $250 on depending right. on, on the item. It, it totally is an advantage, but it at a, it's a, at a cost of, yeah, Is do I really want to work on it? Do I really want to have to research it? And what if it's not just the toner? What if it's also the fuser? What if it's like, you know, so there could be other problems as well.
0: Um, but it is an advantage in in that aspect for sure.
2: Um,
0: I wanted, I have personally been riding the soapbox that I believe that Rolo is a hype. (laughs) <laughs> Dymo is a hype. And I wanted to ask you since I have you on the show, would you agree or disagree with that statement?
1: So Dymo his Dymo was just like first to market, okay? So they they made their printer and released it before China started exporting printers to us. And that's just what people had, so that's mm-hmm. what and and Zebra in its infancy in like 2004, 2005, 2006 would still have been like a $500 printer. Like that twenty-eight forty-four you have would have been like a three, four, five hundred dollar printer. Mm-hmm. And still, if if you buy like a a consumer prosumer grade like warehouse Zebra printer, it would a modern day model would still be like four hundred bucks, five hundred bucks if you're going for the new wow. stuff. Wow! So the Dymo cut came in with I think they came out in like two thousand four, two thousand five with a oh. USB consumer printer and it was just available like they sold them at Staples, they sold them at Office Depot, they sold them at maybe Circuit City. Um I don't know, maybe at Walmart. I'm not I'm not 100% sure if they were sold at Walmart. They would carry it on Amazon. So it's just what people had. So they bought it and the yeah. The technology was new to them and of course you're going to be addicted to to thermal labels and and uh, adhesive instead of having to tape stuff on,
2: yeah.
1: So that's kind of my thing with Dymo. Like it's it is an inferior design. Like if you actually pick it up and hold it, how chintzy mm-hmm. it feels and how how poorly it's, how how hard it is to like get to the print head to clean it if you were to get adhesive in there. A lot of people tag me on Instagram when they get jams and it self destructs. It's just like. <laughs> awful design they were just kind of like first to consumer market and then rollo is just a marketing company really they're they customer service and marketing
0: they, they don't yeah. make
1: their printer they get it from china
0: yeah i was about to say i really do feel like it's it's a default printer that they just slap their their label on they were the
1: first to private label i think they private labeled that printer in like 2016 mm-hmm. so they were first to really dig in with a um with like a good customer service experience because Dymo is lacking in customer service. I think Dymo is owned by Rubbermaid like their really? own. Yeah. They're, they parent companies like they're a parents. big company and they just don't understand. They're so big to where they don't understand what people actually are having problems with. Wow. And I didn't realize that. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's Rubbermaid. I'm not hundred yeah. percent sure, but it is like a big like parent company that Dymo is under. And then Rolo is just a private label company. So it, the customer service can be as good as you can make as a entrepreneur It's probably just a dude and a couple people that he'd started a, a company. I think they're, it's this company called like Nilu, and they're out of either out of, I think they're out of Arizona
2: maybe. Okay. Um,
0: well, first to market can be good and can be bad. They just happen to hit the good side of the coin on this one. I have yeah. a I Rolo and
2: I can uh, affirm what Eric is saying. My my setup video is a YouTube video. It's literally like click play, one two three, and then mm-hmm. any time that I had to troubleshoot anything, it is they're fast. Now I haven't had to. I've had it for a little over a year now, and it's cruising right along. And I can yeah, put, that's good. Put, put paper in it like that's them good. getting
1: them getting in first and really understanding like the American site because I I want to say the owner is an American like. Right. Tr- like a e-commerce guy. So he like yeah. understands kind of what we need and yeah. built it around that and understands marketing and understood how to run Facebook ads, understood how to make a good Amazon listing.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: although they are charging, I think it's 179 or maybe 189 right now for their printer. Right. If they did what they did with their sticky, with their uh, tape, then they they probably started their price a lot lower, probably at 120, $130 and got a bunch of reviews and got it into a bunch of people's hands and still had margin because they're getting those units at about forty to fifty bucks each and yeah. still had enough margin to where they could just build up that that preferred Amazon listing and now they're untouchable. They're like over ten thousand reviews. I like have forgotten other.
0: that it was you who pointed me in the direction of the rollo tape for a dollar a roll. Oh, it was crazy. I, I bought maybe thirty-five rolls that day. <laughs> it was insane how
1: cheap it was. The, and it, they're doing the, the exact quiet same thing. I wasn't following their, uh, the printer at, in 2016, so I don't know for a fact that that's the strategy they use. But right, that's that's a private label strategy. It's like make your product break even slash a little bit of profit as you're building it up. And they didn't have competitors back then, like they do now. There's so many private label printer companies now. Yeah, let's answer Derek's question real quick. Um, how long have you been reselling? Did you say 2012? 2012 is when I started YouTube. I think um, okay. reselling was maybe 2007, 2006, 2007. Okay, wow. 2007. Lots of so years. I graduated. Year belt. High school was 2006, so like 2007 was like when I really figured out Craigslist and started flipping stuff on Craigslist.
0: I wish it had been something I had figured out when I first got out of college, got out of high school, or was in high school, but it hit me later in life. But I'm enjoying it now.
1: Yeah, Um, it's crazy. It's like how however you get exposed mm -hmm. to it, it like opens up this world that you didn't know existed before Mm -hmm, of how to merchant and trade and the like real value of goods and how you can save money just buying
0: stuff secondhand and flipping stuff. Yeah, looks like flippy. What is MFL MF label? My $65 MF, yeah, MF. It's just another private label. Uh, okay. Company. They ran a sale. Like, like, we were... better not be doing like MF prefixes here. Yeah. It's, just, it.
1: It, it's, it's a company probably out of China that doesn't understand what MF actually means as an abbreviation <laughs> in English. <laughs> So, well, it's still going strong.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I thought he meant you sold him a broken, repaired label printer. Like you just called him a label. No,
1: one yeah. of those companies went on sale and I had shouted him out on Instagram because it's like 65 bucks. That's cheaper oh, than you can get it from Alibaba. Like they're, yeah, yeah, they're buying them wholesale for 40 bucks. They're probably barely breaking even at 65, if that. They might be losing trying to get up in the ranks on Amazon. Yeah.
0: Well, look at that! He, uh, Derek said he found a Dymo XL half off, paid one twenty one, and sold it for one sixty. There you go. Yeah. There's still hot
1: sixty. You could turn around and buy a one that uses non proprietary labels. And there you go. Not have to buy those Dymo
0: labels. Right. So, um, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're also the one who had the video that taught me how to get free labels from FedEx. Is right. Uh, I don't.
1: I don't think I have like. A, a specific video showing like step-by-step step how to do it. But I, I talk about it. Like, you mentioned it and, somewhere. Yeah, I, mean, I always mention it, but I don't think I have a dedicated video showing people like click here, click there. Cause it's not that intuitive to find it. Right. And like, it's kind of confusing to, to navigate through their uh, portal of where you <laughs> order supplies from. And if you don't know, you, you would never have any idea that you could do that for free on FedEx.
0: But yeah. I know it it must blow people away whenever they hear you say that. Because when I mention it to in person to somebody in the store who's another reseller, and I tell them that, they're like, what? You can get almost a thousand labels for free from FedEx? Like, yeah, man, go for it. It is
1: on a three-inch Shout inch out, court. college picker. <laughs> it is on a three-inch core, which is kind of annoying with um, the the smaller enclosed printers yeah but it, there's ways you can get it to work feed it
0: so, you got a zebra just feed it from the back Feed it through printer. the
1: back you can roll it to a one inch core some people do that um mm-hmm. i actually have a printer that i can fit that three inch core when it's about half full in it so i just yeah like that oh, too, wow. so.
0: yeah rewrap the old um cores from the big one and yeah. you're good to go uh girl hustles out here hanging out and i let me ask you girl hustle i do not recall your name. So if you could put that in the chat so I can uh, know your name next time. Ken
2: Ken answered our Google question on owning Dymo and Rubbermaid in the chat.
0: Oh, Greg did? Nope,
2: nope. Go one down. Ken, SSK promo. Okay, there we go. UL Brands owns Dymo and Rubbermaid.
1: Okay, so it's like a parent company that owns Rubbermaid mm-hmm. and Dymo.
2: Okay. There you
0: cool. go. Got to love Google.
2: <laughs> that quick Google
0: search. Uh, yeah. Derek had the uh, jacket they were talking about there in the um chat. Um, <clears throat> so I wanted to ask you, tell us about going to pawn shops, because my experiences with pawn shops are not all that great. They want, I mean, I know. Just like you know, if you go into a pawn shop and you get a laptop, you do not know what you're getting. <laughs> I, they won't let me boot it up. They won't let me plug it in. They oh, they should. That's a bad shop if they're not letting
1: you boot it up. That's yeah. they.
0: Way. So I've tried two different ones that I actually found a laptop in. I mean, I've been into several, <laughs> but I haven't found that many laptops, right? Um, tell us about that recent um, scenario you went through when you found an HP laptop in a pawn shop
1: sure um so i go into pawn shops i've been doing it for years looking for deals on tronics usually they are the pros so people don't think that you can make money off of pawn shops but you certainly can it's a little bit more advanced intermediate i think than garage sales and thrift stores because your price points normally are going to be higher mm-hmm. uh, you you need to know your products better than them and if they're the the pros then you need to be like the super pro Mm -hmm. Um, or you just need to find something that was just a mistake, a price mistake or, or something, or you also can kind of schmooze them. And I've gotten in with managers and been able to get really good deals that way too. So, um recently i think it was like a week ago i just went into one uh was by this luggage repair shop that i've been going to to get luggage repaired here in dallas and it was there was a pawn shop i popped in real at, quick. A, at
0: a luggage repair shop no you it was to- it
1: was near it it was you like went to a costume. luggage repair shop yeah your luggage repair yeah go- just go figure <laughs> <laughs> sorry it yeah. was expensive luggage. i wanted to sell it, and it was right job. <laughs> so it was like right across the street so i popped in never been to that one before and i found a hp Elite Book G. Uh, 840 G5, which is a really, really good work co- laptop. Like, it's aluminum body. It's got um, it's got a cat card reader on the side, fingerprint scanner, SIM card tray. Like, this is a this is a work book for computer, um, for, for like hardcore companies. It was a, mm-hmm. a company, and they had it listed for two ninety five. At the pawn we, shop. At the pawn shop, yeah, and which yeah. is a great deal for a laptop, for that laptop, because the, the yeah. market on eBay is about five fifty to six hundred. So mm-hmm. brand I was new, buy, it's about
0: twelve hundred dollars. Yeah,
1: and it was probably about a twelve hundred dollar laptop when it was new. It had an i seven processor, two fifty six SSD, sixteen gigs of RAM. Like it was a nice little work machine. Fourteen mm-hmm. inch laptop. Um, USB C charger came with it. The person it was in immaculate condition, wow. and it was three whatever three ten out the door, and I was gonna. Uh, make sure everything was good on it. And then I was going to pass it on uh, to Instagram probably for like a hundred dollar profit and they can, it'll be cheaper than eBay, but they can trust me because I'm not the guy on eBay that's selling (laughs) the stolen laptop.
0: Right. So I
1: I was going to pass it on because it was a really good computer. It really could help somebody's business. And I went home booted it up. Cause the pawn shop didn't, I booted it at the pawn shop, but they didn't have Wi-Fi. So as soon as I come home, I booted on connected to Wi-Fi, and I update them. Cause you want to make sure you have like all the latest drivers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was updating it. And then it was like acting weird. Like things were kind of lagging. And I was like, this, this computer should not have any lag at all. There's nothing installed on it. Like
0: yeah. something's
1: wrong. And then it popped up with a, uh, this device was property of chase incorporate or yeah uh, no capital one incorporated uh email capital one with uh, if you think this m- message is an error and then i flipped it over and i was like oh there's an asset tag on it like mm-hmm. that makes sense it probably was somebody's work laptop they either got fired or laid off they're pissed off they pawn it yep so i called the manager of the pawn shop i was just like hey i bought this laptop yesterday or i actually bought it the same day so i was like hey i bought this laptop earlier today um And this is what's wrong with it. And she's like, yeah, just bring it in. You can return it full refund. No worries. I was like, okay, that's fine.
0: It's a good thing. They gave you a refund on that. Yeah. Usually we are going to get anything done with that laptop.
1: Usually Mm. the pawn shops, uh, cat, no, not cash America. um, Easy pawns, like 24 hours return Mm -hmm. policy. But if you call ahead and like explain it to a competent manager, like what's going on, they'll give you some, like if I was out of town for a couple of days, they they probably would have been okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Come back. We'll still give you a refund.
0: So. so insert my little story here. I found your scenario that you were going through on your Instagram stories with this. And it hit all too familiar with me because that's the role I'm in on my 8 to 5. I'm in asset management at the company I work for. So when you showed that screen on your Instagram <laughs> stories, I was like, dude, he ain't going to get nowhere with that laptop. It is locked down tight.
1: Yeah, they, nowhere. they got some good security. I was looking into HP's BIOS tech. Their, their bios chipping technology and mm-hmm. they have such security i don't know if it was something that was actually just encrypted on the hard drive or if it was in, something uh side loaded to the bios or whatever yeah, i was just BIOS not, level. like yeah i'm just not even gonna mess with it because i wiped it and it still came back and if i don't even want to mess with that like
0: <laughs> so um josh bios is deeper than the hard drive you take the hard drive out it's like bios is like at first yeah. startup Okay. Just yeah. making sure you can yeah. carry on with the conversation. Yeah, 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 when
1: yeah. you boot and you see it, it'll say like HP and then yeah. startup or yeah. it'll flash the, um, what are those called? Splash screens. It'll f- uh, flash a splash screen. And then before you get into windows is the bios and it's actually on like a chip level.
2: Yeah. So only I've, I've heard about that was our professor in college. He got, <laughs> he got paid to basically scrape the bare bones of every, Worked for a company that had to go not just white but go investigate
0: mm-hmm. uh, forensics,
2: personal labs, oh, wow. and stuff like that. And he was like, You know, we find stuff seven, eight years old from three users back, and I mean,
0: it's just insane.
2: And when he unearthed all that, and I was like, Yep, that's above my, that's above my. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> Greg's had a question for you, Eric. When's the last time you found an XL peel? Is that a Dymo XL? No, he's talking about the Beats Pill XL. That's the oh, okay.
1: That's the fire hazard special from Apple that you can still get a warranty claim on and get a $325 check direct deposit into your bank account if you find one of those. Um, I think it was last year. I don't think I found one since last year. I think I've only found two or three in my whole thrifting career. So, so you, can, not- if
0: you found one at the thrift... And it's, it is it was this, a, it's been a pawn shop every time I've never found is one it the right beats XL? Is it yeah, beat uh Dre
1: beats, pillow, Dre beats. pill pill okay. XL? It's an older I have a, a video like on a Bluetooth
0: it. Bluetooth speaker, yeah. Or something.
1: It's it's big though. Um they have a pill and then there's the pill XL, and the pill XL was the one that had the fire hazard
2: recall. So mm. they're
0: still paying uh recall payments out on that. Yeah, 325. Yeah, it's good. Um, how do you do you still have your pharmacy degree slash license? Any plans
1: going back? Uh, I still have my degree. I'm never going to lose my degree. The license <laughs> is biennial. I think every two years. Um, and I have a license for Florida and a license for Texas that are not expired, to my knowledge. I don't think. So, and so I didn't uh, ask
0: you that question. Is that the is pharmaceuticals the degree you got in college? Yeah,
1: I I I'm like licensed to work
0: behind the counter at Walgreens okay
1: like nice. counting bills and, and or Walmart or whatever and but you don't do that right now you're full-time no, resale? I haven't, I haven't touched pharmacy in like two and a half years I don't think so have you how long have you been full-time resale I wouldn't even say I'm full-time resale because I, I don't do like 40 hours a week on it and I'm not making <laughs> full-time resale money so uh, I've always been just side resell for like okay over a decade. Okay,
0: good deal. Good deal.
1: But I don't have a nine to five. I don't have I'm I'm self-employed all the way. It's just good I, deal.
0: I wouldn't say I'm full-time resale either. Julian You're- says you lost me at boot. <laughs> Appreciate you coming out, buddy. And here we go. There's Profit Monsters. What's up, man? Thanks for coming out. Uh-oh. <laughs> Picker, thanks for hanging out tonight, buddy. Appreciate you so much. Eric. I have a bike rack. I need you to help me identify.
1: Okay. If it doesn't have an identifier on it, it's probably not a good brand because those brands <laughs> want free advertising. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Hanging on the back of your car, right? Yeah. Yakima and Thule are the top two. And well, Kuat is one too, but it depends on the bike rack. I don't know if he's talking about roof racks or he's talking about hitch mount or if he's talking about right. trunk, trunk mount, but... There's Kuat is another one that's uh, been popular over the last couple of years. And then what else? Thule, Yakima, Kuat. There might be a few others, but if it's not branded.
2: Oh, I said dual, Yeah.
1: Thule. Okay. Um, Thule. There's so many models. There are a lot of models because they're constantly, they have an engineering team that's just constantly improving plastics and metals and materials and design. So they have to, and they want to sell something new and improved to people. So they always are coming out with new stuff. So yeah, totally.
0: Mm. Um, when you're Shoot, out
1: at, shoot me a picture you, of it and I'll try to identify it.
0: When you're out at the thrift and you come across an electronic and I don't know what it could be, just pick one, but it's broken. Like you would, you in the store right then and there, it's broken. Do you buy it just for the thrill and the challenge of seeing if you can make it work again? It
1: depends on how it's broken. <laughs>
0: The, well, okay. If if it like ever won't even power on,
1: ever. if it won't power on, I don't think I have the patience to do like <laughs> to ohm it out with a voltmeter and replace resistors. I I don't have that
0: time right now. Like but I'm you trying have to create picked like, up something that powered on but yeah, something but, didn't quite work right about it and just for the sheer I sake it and just, of the challenge.
1: Yeah, earlier, I would say probably maybe like five to 10 years ago i would i would buy a, so I, I specifically remember these like monitors they were computer monitors that were so cheap to wear i think i didn't even test them i just bought them and then i brought them home they wouldn't even power on but it was just capacitors like i had to just replace the capacitors in them, and that was they were good to go
2: i like that question adam you're like eric's like that's it when i get home we're going live until it's fixed this yeah an operation <laughs> and it's like Cause I was going to ask that kind of follow-up. Um, you were saying that and I, I agree. You got to put like a dollar amount of profit for your time. So what's that like threshold for you? You know, and on a- I,
1: It's not even that either. If I want it to be a problem that other people are going to have.
2: Oh, that's good. That's
1: searchable. And that's, it's going to be like, it has to make sense to me. Like somebody else is going to be trying to, to do this repair good. at some point, because there's, there's one thing I do. I, I pull off, um, Apple watches. I pull off the screens of Apple watches to sell them on eBay, but I'm like, should I make a video about this? Not a lot of people are going to be doing this. So nobody's going to be searching for it. So I don't think I'm even going to do that. Like it's kind of, that's counterintuitive. Like nobody really wants to buy broken Apple watches to pull the screens off to sell them on eBay. It's not really a repair. It's just like a, yeah, uh, something that i am doing. So I have to think like, okay, is somebody else going to try to fix this?
2: That's good. And I
1: just fixed a rice cooker yesterday and that i think is going to help a lot of people because all across like india and philippines and asia where people might not have the means to buy a new rice cooker they could buy this 30 cent um, thermal fuse and just fix their rice cooker like that
2: and that's the second and third like largest population on youtube too which is we we think in america i mean we only make up about 18 percent of the viewership so you think of that India, you know. Oh of- yeah, I've, my my
1: my YouTube um strategy mm-hmm. and just like perspective of things has yeah. completely changed over yeah. the last year and a half. I've done a complete 180. No more hauls, no more yeah. with me, none of that. Like I want a global audience. I want to be able to help people good. in Indi- India that are trying to fix their vacuum cleaners.
0: That's good. Did you see a major uptick whenever you made that change? It's it's gradual. It's I'm very consistent. I am. I
1: don't have content that's ever going to sh- like um, ramp up. It's all just very con- consistent, gradual mm-hmm. um, upward slope. But I notice more comments. That's that's how I've really noticed it is comments from people with um, it sounds like Indian names or from the Philippines, Good. or they'll say like, "Hey, I'm from India" or whatever. And right. I've noticed that. Um, even just with like printer installations and things like that, like I'm getting a more of a global audience that,
0: that are looking for this problem to be solved. That is excellent. That's beyond the resale view. And I love it. I love it. it um, the picker says, even if you can't fix it, you can part it out and maybe make more money. Absolutely.
1: Uh, yeah. Part, there's a whole different type of strategy when it comes to parting stuff out. I it out, uh, a filter on the Starbucks barista machine that wouldn't, sh- I-, I didn't even want to mess with it. I was like, this is not, I'm not, I got, I got a box of projects. This one already has a good video of somebody repairing it or, or something. Like I don't yeah. want to do this. I'm not, a, I'm not that good at coffee makers. I'm just going to sell the porta filter and then sell it for parts. Good. Good to go.
0: <laughs> there you go. Excellent. Excellent. All right, guys. Well, I would like to make a swing of things a little bit and I want to jump into a game. Would y'all like to play a game tonight? I have started, I, cl- I found a new game. This isn't an eBay-related game. Sorry, guys. But I found this at Goodwill the other day. It's Family Feud Late Night Edition. So I thought maybe we could have a little bit of fun. And y'all can, um, <clears throat> the way we're going to do it is you will obviously be your own team. Eric, team A, and Josh, team B. We'll swap it out there just a little bit. And I've got a bunch of cards broken down into categories over here. And what we're going to do is you are going, I'm going to read the category, you know, like in Family Feud, I'm going to read the question and you just name out as many answers as you think would fit in that category. And we're going to play three strikes, your turn's over, and for each one you get right, you get a point. All right? So we'll keep up with the points on a scorecard over here. Got my little marker, got my little dry race board. And we will start with Eric. And if you get it right, I'll let you know, and if you get it wrong, I'll also let you know. Now, this is the Late Night Edition. I have not looked at these pictures. Uh, I'm sorry. I've not looked at these cards ahead of time. But, chat, if you want to play along and help them out, I have no problem with that. We're not going to have a timer per se. But if you get stumped and you can't think of one in like five, six seconds, I'm going to go ahead and say, eh, you're out. All right? On to the next person. So, Eric, you're first. Do you, you ready? Let's try it. Let's try it. Okay. Family Feud Style. Name something in which size matters. Name um, something in which size matters. The size of your rims in your car, the bank account. Uh, bank's on here. You got one strike. Biceps. Um, no, that's how two much strikes. You do, how many
1: push-ups you can do?
0: No, uh, it's three strikes. Um, it's three you're, strikes. You're, you're out. Anatomy. No more. Oh, That is on here, but you already got three strikes. Oh. <laughs> we got your bank account. That was on here. Um, we're not going to try to steal Josh. Okay. So let's say the anatomy was number one answer, Eric. Clothes, name something which size matters, clothes. You said bank account, car matters. Shoes, car.
2: Shoes. that's what I was going to go size with. Size
0: of your shoes, size of your bed matters, and then food portions matter. So that's how that's going to go. That's round number one. You got a little preview there, Josh. So yeah. it's your turn. All right. Name something that gets dirty. Name something Ooh. that gets dirty. Your car. Yep, that's one point. Clothes. It's
1: all the same thing that was on the other one.
0: But that, that—that's true. It is <laughs> clothes. That, thats two points. Your house.
2: That's three points. Uh, Did you
0: read these cards ahead of time?
2: No, sadly, your mind.
0: Nope. Oh wow! I
2: thought late night. I thought it was going to go there. Um, nope. Yeah, you're, uh, thank you. I'm going to take uh, my phone a friend with Ken, your body.
0: No, uh, that's two strikes.
2: Um, mm, I don't know, your finances.
0: No, that's three strikes. All right, <laughs> you got three points on that one. <laughs> All right, clothes you got, dishes get dirty. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Car,
0: yeah, you hard. said, house, you said, your floor, your shoes and your socks. And somehow- Three of those answers are on the same card, Eric. You're right about that. Yeah. So
1: it like it's going to trigger something in the brain that it's already there.
0: All right. So let's do um, another round. And um, the next question, Eric, this is for you, okay? So you don't have to spurt them off one after another. There's no real time limit. Um, what's something you always want more of? Ice cream, something you always want more of. I'll give you dessert. You said ice cream. I'll give you dessert. That's one. Money. That's two.
1: Um,
0: Something you always want more of. Jewelry. Jewelry. No, that's not on here. That's one strike. Uh, Time. Yeah. Uh no, that's not on here. (laughs) That's a great answer, but it's not on here. Love. I'll give you that. Sex is
1: on here. <laughs> I was thinking more of like love of family <laughs> and friends and I know, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you. We'll
2: give that, the it's point. the late night edition. It's the
1: late night edition. Yeah, right. Yep.
2: I like everybody in the chat said time. I'm like that. That makes the most sense. So
0: to you me. got one more well, strike. I, uh,
1: SSK promos is life, and I. That's what I kind of meant by time was like life, like yep. time in your life. Um, more
0: of health makes sense. Health is health on here. Health, health is not on here. Well, so that's happiness three strikes.
1: Is like all that people care about. <laughs> so you <No>. got
0: <laughs> you got three more points on that one. Wow. And let's say this is the double point round. So I'm gonna give you six points.
2: I, I like what uh I like what Greg said. Family feud has some of the dumbest answers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: logical. Well, you know, here's the thing about Family Feud, they don't make up their own answers. No. They ask the public they, they for the answers. Yeah. So if that says anything, kind of reminds you of the movie movie *Idiocracy*. Have you ever seen the movie *Idiocracy*? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So okay, moving right along. That's where I got my pharmacy degree was from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> my lawyer degree. All right, Josh, you ready? Yeah. Name something you'd never eat on a first date. Oh man. Uh, name something you would never eat on a first date
2: barbecue ribs
0: but, yeah that's on there okay ding ding ding
2: uh sloppy juice <laughs> mm,
0: no Ooh,
2: got some good chat uh garlic yep yeah, that's on here there we go onions thanks ken that uh, that's on there they, they they're
0: the family feud audience there yeah uh, All right, I'm gonna say maybe. <laughs> Come <laughs> up with your own pasta. Ch- pasta, <laughs> pasta is on here. Spaghetti's on here. Wow. Okay. Uh, All right, you got two more tacos. answers. What? Tacos. No, that's uh, your second strike. Um, I. Come on. I'm stumped. Uh, okay, that's it. <laughs> You're out of time. <laughs> All right, so you got four points on there. Double point round. We're going to knock you up to eight points on that. What's up, Jimmy? Let's see. You got garlic. You got spaghetti. Did you get onions? You got onions, didn't you? How about fish? No, didn't think of that one. How about crab meat? (laughs) I don't know why that would be bad, though. But the last one, baked beans. Okay. Baked beans. All right. So don't eat that on your first first day jimmy what's up man appreciate you coming out my friend all right eric you ready for round three let's do it let's do it all right name something that's better about being single than being married
1: oh <sighs> um name You something don't have to consider anyone else's feelings when you do something it's a pretty long answer i don't know if that's on here or not <laughs> You just kind of do it. You don't have to ask for permission for anybody. I'll
0: give it to you. Do what I want to yeah, do. pretty much. It's like, if you want to word it, you just do whatever you want. There you um, go. What else you got?
1: Mm. There's some good- There's some How good, long have you uh, been married, kind of, Harry? Of, There's some good uh 2017, I think, is when we got married. So, so four years? Oh, we've been dating for like a-, a like in, before I made YouTube, so yeah, like over a decade.
0: So it's been a while since you had yeah. your single brain turned on, huh? Uh, um, all right, you could stay out late, freedom to do what you want, freedom. No, no, no. no, staying out late's not on here, but do what you want's kind of the same thing. You could thing, save so money,
1: I-, I guess, if you don't have to. No, you could you don't really. See, yeah. I think you save more money when you're married than you do when you're going out, so yeah, I bet
0: you do. All right, so you got two strikes so far and one right answer. Uh, privacy. Yep, uh, that's like on that here.
1: That's promo. Two. You more privacy. Freedom is on there. Freedom. there I don't go. think money would be there because it's like you save money.
0: Yep. Final answer. Um... You don't have to worry about like cleaning
1: up after yourself, I guess.
0: That's <laughs> nah, not on here. Like bachelor yeah. pads are usually pretty filthy. All right. So you got two points on that one, and this is a triple point round. So that's six more points for you. How about um you said freedom, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, freedom is basically freedom. So I gave you a point for that. Uh sex is on here. A long time. Do what I want. You said that one, and you said privacy. Oh, there you go. I, I, I almost missed you. Up. Let's see, three times. That's nine points actually, because you said a, you said freedom. I just forgot to count you on that one. Privacy, no jealousy, and no nagging. Oh, you're still gonna get
1: jealousy from like other people that are like, "Oh, you're talking to her. You're talking to me." Right. I don't know.
0: You yeah. drive to the car. Yeah, yeah. But I guess if you're single, you're not getting that. Like, and you
1: could just be. I guess single as in you're not like talking or yeah, steady, you're not with anybody else I guess. Nobody but, just
0: straight up single. Yeah. All right Josh, third round, triple bonus points. Name something you've worn when it was dirty.
2: Uh, t-shirt. Yep. Jeans.
0: Yes. Uh, jacket. No.
2: Okay. <clears throat> Hat.
0: Nope. <clears throat> Socks. Mm, nope. Ah, so you only got two points for you. Wow. Act out. So that is six points for you. Uh, you said jeans. They have t-shirt on here separately, but then they also have shirt. Yeah. What? Yep. Then they have underwear. I guess they're talking about like long sleeve shirts. Sweatpants shirt. and bra. Well, that was, I wasn't thinking. There you go. Well, adding up the points real quick. Nine, six, and one. That's 15. 16 points so far for you, Eric. 6, 8, and 3. That's 14, 15, 16, 17 points for Josh. Number one. Wow. Wow. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to rate re- – I know it's not a tiebreaker, but I just want to do this for the fun of it, okay? So I'm going to let Eric go first. The first one to give me um, – let's say the – yeah, you got to give me a right answer. I'm going to pick one of the hard ones. First one to give me a good answer wins the game overall. All, everything on the table. Okay, you ready, Josh? Yeah. I'm sorry, but this is for Eric. I'm saying, are you ready, Josh, to lose it if your Eric gets it right? <laughs> okay. All right, Eric. Name something you might lie about until you know someone better. Name something you might lie about until you know someone better. See, I wouldn't lie. I wouldn't
1: lie about anything. It's like accept me for who I am. But I guess I got to think from like a worldly perspective of somebody else. Uh, yeah. How much I make?
0: Money. Yeah. Money's on. I here. mean, I wouldn't do that, but I guess yep. other people would. That's so. a, this is a crazy question. Anyway, well, <laughs> at least we know now how good or bad that game is going to be in the future. I totally would have <laughs> thought that late night edition would have been a little bit more funnier than that so oh well right late night edition family feud that's probably a no in the future wouldn't you think oh age <laughs> is right. a good one lie
1: about your age yeah
0: yeah so the rest of them were oh, right. age money weight job and sex
1: oh a lot of people <laughs> lie about their height now on dating apps i've heard yeah. that from my wife some of my wife's friends virtual? Yeah, like well, eventually say, you're gonna like, figure that one out. <laughs>
2: guys will say they're taller just. I can get see the guys doing that. Yeah, yeah. Because socially, and then you you're like, do you really like me? Because we're gonna meet for the first time now, Mm-mm, and yeah. I'm not gonna be what you expect.
0: Yeah. No, you can't do that. See, you can't get away with a, a physical lie like that. You just even you can if land. the girl is
2: short,
1: like she doesn't know exactly how tall you are. You could say you're five. Five ten, and you're actually like five eight five seven she probably wouldn't know if she's five four
0: yeah you're taking a major chance there basing the whole relationship on a lie eric you really want to do that <laughs> all right <laughs> um eric how's andy What's how's andy to?
1: andy's gonna be coming to dallas hopefully in the summer he's gonna who come is visit. andy who's my sorry, older brother not know he's andy. my oldest brother uh, i have a special needs oldest brother okay um so he's he's been in a lot of vlogs and he's on Instagram sometimes here and there and people are always asking how Andy is. He's uh he's sweet. How where is home for you? Home what right city? now is in Dallas.
0: Dallas, Texas. Okay. Good deal. Uh, but
1: home home moves. Home has only been Dallas for about 6 months. So. Oh yeah? How often do you move around? Uh it's it's been about every year for the past decade actually. Wow. Was that
0: just for the fun of it? I mean, uh I was, contract- a- I was
1: doing contract work, so I was a pharmacy contractor. So I would move, I mm-hmm. uh, would work four months at a time out here, six months at a time over here. My wife was working overseas. So I went overseas. She's been in she was in Thailand for a year. And then she went to Dubai for a year. And then we went to Midland, Texas for two years, which was actually I, when we were there, I was like, wow, we've been in a place for two years. That's like the longest I've ever been wow. in a place in the last decade. So we've just been bouncing following her job at one point, but now we're just in Dallas with neither of us are working nine to fives. Okay. Both, both self-employed
0: now. I can't imagine that in the, um, pharmaceutical world that there's much virtual work to be done. Um, you'd be surprised. Some, some
1: of it's just order entry. So they call it CPOE computer processing order entry or something. Okay. And, It's literally where you see the, you can do it remotely. You see the physical um, image of the prescription was scanned in or, or photographed with some sort of image photographer. And then you see like the um, I guess the hospital or whatever, the pharmacy side of how you enter it into their system. So you just like, basically you're doing data entry kind of like that, but you, it, it legally has to be a pharmacy oversight, pharmacist oversight for that Okay. Uh, to, get, to get the final verification of the order so that remote order f- being checked or double checked and then it gets sent to being processed so yeah there is some remote order entry also consultation phone calls um there's like call centers where you can phone and talk to a pharmacist like walgreens i think has one but i don't want to do any of that either
0: yeah that, um, yeah that sounds like boring work when remote order yeah i remote- mean, come on
1: Remote order entry would be okay, I guess, but it still would just be like staring at a screen, just like I, I don't know, I'd get bored of it.
0: The pay would be good, but yeah. Well, qu- real quick, back to um, sourcing and reselling. Where is your favorite place to source? Um, for the things you like to sell, where like- do you find the most profit? At a thrift store at a yard sale at an estate sale at a pawn shop.
1: They all have their pros and cons. Like I've Mm -hmm. I've found great things at regular thrift stores, and I found nothing at regular thrift stores. I've done great yard sales sometimes and just found crap one day. And (laughs) pawn shops, I I had really good pawn shopping when I was in a different city, and then now I'm not doing as well with the pawn shops. So it totally just varies. I like whatever's convenient honestly. If I'm out and about like and there's a thrift shop close by, I'll I'll stop in or if there's a pawn shop close by, I'll stop in or if um there's a bins, I'll go to the bins and and snoop around. But it's just You catch I, yourself
0: drifting on vacation?
1: Oh, absolutely. Always. I always like to see what kind of like trickles down into different areas cuz you get to see what you get to see what those people had if they if mm-hmm. it was if they were like wealthy or if they were um, I don't know, like craftsmen or something like things can kind of like <laughs> people down secondhand different brands based off like brands follow personalities a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and um, some, like social class also, I guess.
0: Right. Uh, you know what? I, I totally forgot to ask you earlier when we were talking about electronics are you the family guy that your entire family calls on to fix their computer or to fix their cell phone or why can't I log into my
1: website? Friends and not just to fix it, but to provide recommendations to buy new products as well.
0: Right. Um, Or just to keep an eye out for something if they're looking for it. So my, my, my mom and dad, my, my my dad's in the seventies. My mom's in her sixties and they are both always contacting me about something. With their cell phone. So I'm an Android guy. You, iPhone or Android guy? I use a Pixel. I use a Google Pixel. There you go. I,
1: I like open source. I don't really like them cracking down on app stores and stuff i mean i own apple stock i don't own google stock but i own
0: apple stock but i use android true but okay so because of that i'm an app i'm an android fan almost really and i'm on a mac didn't you josh i'm an android fan so if my mom and dad i told them straight up if you want me to be your tech support you've got to own an android phone (laughs) even though more than likely they would have a better experience at their age and you know, lack of knowledge and technology. iPhone would probably give them a better experience. I couldn't help them worth worth a crap if they wanted me to. And I know they were going to. So what do your parents who call on you to help you with tech support? What do your parents carry?
1: Uh, I got my mom an iPhone and my dad has an iPhone too.
0: And do you know how to support them? If you need to,
1: my wife has an iPhone. Like I'm familiar. I do. I I do iOS tutorials as well online. I, I have them all so I can, help everybody actually um you're a better man than i am my friend (laughs) because everyone wants to print from their iphone like that's one of my best videos right
0: now is printing from an iphone because a lot of people don't know how to do it right yeah uh android is it's i I don't know i guess mine just connected like that i have an hp regular printer not my obviously my zebra won't print from my android but um i have no Fill me in. Maybe that's a you longer conversation use, at a later time. You
1: have to use an AT, uh, OTG cable or whatever. It's basically yeah. a US USB C. You can, you should be able to plug your printer into a USB C port. Yeah. Use a converter and print with a uh, with a ZP driver. I ha- I'll, I'll send you a link to the specific video I
0: have on it. But you, you can do sweet. it. It's just
1: ca- it's cabled.
0: There you go. So, and wow. then there's always the age old question that I don't think you've even figured out how to get an actual really good four by six label from Mercari. I mean, no, I know there's the, it. there's the whole screenshot scenario, <laughs> yeah, you, right? You just
1: have to crop it on a desktop or, and screenshot it. hope yeah, and pray
0: t- your US so stupid. service person won't fuss at you whenever you yeah. drop it off.
1: Mercari's own, bu- Mercari is a Japanese company, and Japanese are very innovative when it comes to technology. And I cannot believe that they have not done something so simple when it comes to workflow. They I are have. like masters of, of wanting perfect workflow, perfect products, like design, and they don't have four by six on it. So stupid.
0: That that it's crazy. Absolutely nuts. Wow. I think that's what a lot of Mercari users and the resellers just dislike the most about their um Mercari, you know, experience, right? What about you, Josh? You sell on Macari too, right?
2: No, we we have totally um, dealt with eBay a little bit of Facebook Marketplace, um, just because we're getting into some like good trending furniture and stuff, right? But now I started to go with Macari and uh, I just haven't killed you know eBay because it's you know get got my wife full time now, and yeah, it's done pretty good. Um, if we keep growing at the pace we're doing, yeah, we are going to branch out to other platforms. And you know, I like the, the multi revenue stream coming in, but like I said, we've only been doing this for 16 months now. So yeah. Get the,
0: uh, get the cross listing under your belt, man. So Josh, I know you got to run. I really do appreciate you stepping in and agreeing to be my guest uh, co-host tonight. Uh, Sincerely appreciate it. Y'all right now, Uh, Josh is about to start his nine o'clock show. I put the link to it in the chat. If y'all want to make sure you go over there and check him out and we both appreciate that and uh, make sure while you're there, subscribe to him if you haven't already.
2: Hey, definitely Adam. Eric, thank you so much, man. Like I said, and keep putting out the content. I love what you're doing on YouTube, but guys go check out Eric, uh, the college picker on Instagram as well. You yeah. Do. Most no. of
1: thrifting stuff comes on Instagram. I don't really don't do the thrifting stuff on YouTube anymore. It's just, it's yeah. too, yeah, it's, it's like too much, uh, time consuming, I guess, to make one video. So I've been just doing it on Instagram. Definitely, well, you're, you're knocking
0: it out of the part what you're doing. All right, Josh, we'll catch you over there on your show later.
2: Thanks buddy. I'll talk to you. Uh, talk to y'all later. Once again, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Absolutely buddy.
0: Have a good night. All right, Eric, I do have, uh, segment that I like to call "Hot or Not." If you got a few items you want to share with the crowd, we can do that now.
2: Hot or not?
1: There oh. we go. <laughs> hot or all uh, right? Sorry, we're gonna do. I guess we're gonna do a not
0: first. Or okay, can we do? Yeah. Can, no, it doesn't matter. Am what I, am I asking
1: going. the? Am I asking them if it's hot or not?
0: So the the um point is on a hot or not is it's it, you hear the word bolo. All the time. Right. It's be on lookout. Right. Things you should be looking for while you're outsourcing to make sure you pick it up because it's a hot item right now. But then you've got these not items, the items that maybe they were at one point in time a Bolo, but they've just completely fallen off the radar. Right. Or you picked it up thinking it was a great item but it ended up being a huge flop and we just want to you know share with our crowd our followers our subscribers to stay away from this item because it's not going to be worth the money you put into it do you have what you got
1: so uh, what's hot i don't -hmm. think this is seasonal though it's kind of been like a classic hot forever, i guess Mm -hmm. And that's uh St. John clothing. It's a women's clothing brand that's sold at uh, Nordstrom, I believe. And okay. like Primo, it's Primo expensive and it's, it's expensive and their jackets do well. Um, Saint my wife John. found, yeah, just Saint John, St. John S T
0: period. John. Okay. Now, is it one of those? I've honestly, I've never heard of the brand. I've heard of St. John's Bay, but clearly, that's and that, not the that's same the knot. It's don't get it confused with St. John's oh, Bay. Oh, <laughs> sorry, that's the knot. No, you, you got it. Well, okay, so is St. John one of those that's um, expensive enough they're making fakes of it?
1: The thing is, is, it's not, they're not flashy logos, so it's like you wouldn't know that it's st john unless you like the material the look like the build quality on it has to be a certain way like they're it's not flashy so i'm i we've only found it once and it's we've only found it because we've been in dallas because dallas is actually a pretty fashionable city so there are uh there's like it's a richer uh women's clothing so it's like it's like a higher priced women's clothing so i would say it's like a higher uh Uh, upper upper middle to upper class would be buying these kind of things because some of the jackets are like a thousand dollars
0: for just like a wool jacket so well that's good if anybody's into the ladies clothing look out for that name if you haven't heard of it already
1: saint john could be
0: yeah good i want to say hey real quick to danica that lady luck junk thanks for coming out tonight lady appreciate you uh, and so you're then you're not is St. John's Bay. So don't get it confused. St. John's with Bay. Don't John's get it confused. Bay. Don't
1: be going buying all the St. John's Bay.
0: <laughs> um, Flippy says, "I hear Yeti Christmas bedroom shoes are hot. I didn't even <laughs> know Yeti made cri- shoes, much less well, it's, Christmas." That's an inside
1: there. joke from um some Facebook uh, or Instagram lives last year.
0: Oh man, that's crazy. So, um. Well, I've got, I'm gonna see if I can share my screen with you guys real quick. I want to share my hot and not in this fashion. All right. So here is my hot scenic DVD games for specific things. In this case, the Harry Potter Complete Cinematic Journey. So I see Scenic games on the shelves at thrift stores and Goodwills all the time. And then there's tons of different versions, right? but this particular one the Harry Potter cinematic journey is a hot you got 75 80 bucks for a complete set right in addition to that i'll even tag in that the scene uh, disney first and second editions are hot as well okay um so you, they did make two editions because they have like the older disney and then the newer like pixar disney right so that's editions one and editions two. So those are hot as well. They're not as hot as the Harry Potter, but they're still like 35 40 bucks for the game. Now, there are some more that aren't so good, and that's like Fran's seen it and Marvel seen it. But that's kind of on the cusp of not as not as hot as the others. And those are pretty much the only ones you really can get a turnover, a good flip for. I mean, there's so many different scenic games. They can't all be good, right? And so these are the four you should be looking out for: Marvel, Friends, Disney, and Harry Potter, the complete journey. One of the four of those will definitely get you some money. And at a thrift store, they're probably only gonna be two or three or four or five dollars, right? Well, my hot, I this is me admitting that my not, I should say my not is not a knot anymore. Apparently the market fluctuates. So Psycho Bunny about two months ago was on a downward turn where you would look up a polo for Psycho Bunny. And well, here's, here's an example right here. $18 when they, when they should sell for around 40. That's so, an awful
1: picture too though.
0: Yeah, it is. Like but the Psycho Bunnies are they, they they are good in the store. They're $75, $80 shirts. So I guess this just goes to show how much the m- market can fluctuate on a certain item. So you should always be looking at your comps, even on something you think was a hot item three months ago, maybe a not item at this point in time, and you could be sitting on it for quite a while. So always remember to check your comps. You never know when something may be on a downward spiral of a not situation. So... Remember that guys. And that's all I got for tonight as far as hot and not is concerned. Eric, let's let's uh make let's call that a wrap, buddy. I sincerely appreciate you coming on to the show tonight and teaching us all about your YouTube, your electronics, your history. I learned new about you. Pharmaceuticals, I did not know that, man. And I'm glad that I do now. I feel like I know you a lot better than just Good, watching your yeah. YouTube appreciate videos. You your um Teaching videos are amazing. I've found your video just from regular searches that I've done on my own. So keep doing what you're doing, man. It works, and I think it's going to be a huge success for you. Any um, anything you want to shout out to the crowd? Anything you got coming up on your channel they should know about, or um, you know things like that? Nothing. Just it's it's (laughs) not an interesting life. It's just boring. Home life's pretty
1: boring. Just work. Put your head down. Work, and then. Work, work, uh, work, Yeah, just work. and I appreciate everyone who came and tuned in. Twin Flippers, Gravity Goods, Lady
0: Leck, Junk, uh, SSK oh, look, Promo. Look, Cameron made it. Thanks, Cameron. Appreciate you, buddy. Angelo, I will always pre- appreciate all the support that the crowd gives while, um, during these shows. You're always helping us out, keeping the conversations rolling. All right. Thanks again, everybody, for showing up tonight. Eric, I do appreciate it. Y'all don't forget to subscribe to Eric's channel. It's down in the uh, description below. And head on over to Josh at Flip Spines Fun, where he's going to teach you all about disc golf and how you can make some money reselling disc golf. Oh, he's a disc golfer. I might have to check that out. All right, guys. Y'all have a great night. Thanks again for coming out. Bye-bye.